Hello Hancock and welcome back. I'm Nick Longo and this is the newest episode from Blanchard Valley Center where we are empowering and educating through advocacy. And I am Dustin Sullivan. Today's podcast is a little different than most. Nick and I are actually going to be interviewed by Crystal from Brew with the Crew with the Finley University. You will hear us talk about our journey to get where we are as hosts of Hello Hancock as well as our personal take on diversity and inclusion. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Brew with the Crew, and also, hello, Hancock. I'm so happy to be joined by an amazing pair of hosts that I listen to their podcast all the time, and I think you should, too. So I'm Crystal. I work at the University of Finley in the Buford Center, and I'd like to introduce and welcome Nick and Dustin from Hello, Hancock. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you. Hi, and hello to everyone at the University of Finley. And go Oilers. <laughs> I love that. What a good way to start off. That's awesome. So first of all, uh, full disclosure, this is our first time getting to know each other, and I'm so happy to get to know you. So first of all, could you just introduce yourself, please? Okay, uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. My name is Dustin Sullivan, and I'm a big sports fan awesome and i see do you have cincinnati reds yeah is that the team yeah he's got he's representing cincinnati reds today i support the oilers too okay that's That's great i love it (laughs) yeah and go ahead nick hi guys i'm nick and i really enjoy uh the radio and i'm a history buff awesome that's awesome and so it's so great to meet you guys, and um, I am so happy that you already know about University of Finley. I know in the past you've had students from my university come and talk to you on your podcast, and so I'm so happy that now you as the hosts can come and talk too. And I wondered if you could give us a history, um, especially since you like history, <laughs> Nick. Um, can, can you talk a little bit about how did you start the Hello Hancock podcast or why it was started to begin with? Oh, yeah, of course. The podcast was started in 2019 in order to promote uh, inclusion and diversity for people with developmental disabilities and for a way for them to connect and uh, how to learn how to interact with other people. Oh, uh, like what's it like? What's it like living and interacting with members of the community? That's awesome! Yeah. What a good mission. So, and just, I hope uh, also it's so great for me. Example to not, I didn't get to meet you before, so it's opening doors for people from the community to get to meet you guys too. Of course, we decided to do the the name because it, we thought it'd be something unique and out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. The name Hello Hancock is so good and so memorable. Like you said, it sticks in our memory, which is really good. Um, oh, this is a fun one, and I'm happy to we talked about it. What? Why did you guys want to be the hosts of this podcast? Well, I wanted to be a host because I wanted to be a sports announcer and get better at announcing sports. And I wanted people to know 
get to know more about my disability. Like to show that anybody with a disability can do the same thing as anybody that doesn't have a disability. That's awesome. And do you think you're accomplishing your mission? Because I, I think, think you are. I think I'm accomplishing my goals. Yeah, of course we are. I think yeah. I can do even more. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And it's only been two years and it's it's running so well and keeps on going. I think that's so cool. Feels like awesome. we've been doing it for like forever. Like <laughs> five years or more. That's awesome. And Nick, why did you want to be a host? Well, I actually, uh, I had previous theater experience. I'm, I did a couple of, uh, I did a couple of plays back then. And I wanted, so I wanted to find a career that would allow me to express myself more openly. And then uh, my mother told me that they were having a podcast at BBC. And I'm actually considering going into either the radio or news business. So I figured this would be a pretty good place to, to start. I love that. I think both of you, with all your goals for your professional careers, what good experience yeah. to be able to record and get to know new people and interview, all those things. Like you're getting the best experience of all that in one thing with the podcast. So That's we had the so when we did the podcast, we had to do like auditions to pick who got to go on there and pick the two people they're going to use. Oh so my it, it was a competition, and the win they drew awesome. they drew winners to decide who got to do it. So you guys are the winners, right? Yeah, <laughs> in a way, yes. Yeah, well, you you know, for even for like you said, Nick about the radio, and you, Dustin, about the yeah. sports broadcasting. This is experience in both of those areas, so that's really really cool to have both. Because you got to earn your way into earn your way to get stuff. Yeah, and I totally agree. I mean, it does provide us with some experience in both of our fields. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all right, so this is my last podcast question, and then I have a couple more about diversity. But, of course. Um, I think you know we're, we just started our brew with the crew podcast in September, so it hasn't been that long, just a few months. And I wondered if you have advice for how to run a podcast or I really like how you interact with your guests. So do you have any advice on that that you can pass on to other people that want to try to do podcasts? Of course. Um, if you have an idea, something that you're really passionate about and you want other people to hear about it as well, then go for it. Maybe try inviting some guests, write a script, plan ahead and see what works. I feel like it's better to come up with ideas and not use the script as much so it sounds more authentic. True, that also, I mean, they both, I mean, they both have their benefit. They, I mean, they both have their pros and cons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, having some sort of plan is good, but I also like the conversation and how the, um, the path that the, the conversation has just kind of naturally develops. So I think it's kind of good that you have both sides with you guys as the hosts, because you can kind of do both. You can have the plan yeah. and see where the talking takes you. Um, so 
it, when yeah, you read I just, up a when script, I listen to it, I really like how you guys talk back and forth and how respectful you are with your guests. So I have a lot to learn from you guys. This is mm -hmm. so good. And I feel like when you read off a script, it's more like a play than actual real life. True. I mean, there is that. I mean, there's always going to be that aspect of it. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I did um, hear from you guys that at the end of every podcast, you say a certain phrase. And can you remind me what that is? Take it away, Dustin. Inclusion is key. And hello, yeah. Hancock. Because <laughs> that is a catchphrase. <laughs> and Dustin, you crack me up, man. And the and the the bye. <laughs> I love that, and I love the idea of leaving something in people's minds every time they listen. Um, and so, since we're through the diversity and volunteer or service office here at UF, I wondered if you could just talk a little bit, like, what does diversity or what does inclusion, like, what do those words mean to you guys? Uh, of course. Uh, do you want to go, or? You can go. Oh, okay. Well... I mean, what diversity means to me, it means accepting someone. I mean, I think it means accepting people no matter who they are. I don't see, like, you could have a different skin color. You could come from a different country. You could uh, love someone who's a little different than you. You can, uh, basically, these different aspects, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it's just as long as you accept someone, that's diversity to me. I think it shows you that about discrimination that just because you're in a disability doesn't mean we should be discriminated exactly we're just as equal as anybody else your average joe yeah i love those definitions i don't think i could say it any better myself and i want to thank you for including me in part of your hello hancock um, podcast i think it's, it's really cool yeah. um you definitely make me feel welcome, so that's good. That's an honor. <laughs> yeah, that's what we try to do here on the show. Yeah. So along with that, um, I'm curious about how do we foster or how do we develop more of a sense where people can feel like they belong? So, hmm. you know, in your own life or when you include others, do you have tips on how we can make sure that we're trying to help everybody belong? Well, I think one way that can really help in that aspect is to try to learn more about the person's situation. Um, and try to uh, tailor the experience towards, to make them feel more open and accepted and welcome. Yeah, truly listening. Exactly. I think that's huge. Try to put yeah. in an aspect like the the little train that they said couldn't do stuff. And he did it. And he did it. <laughs> he proved to them that anything's possible. If you get your take your mind to it. Put your mind yeah. to it. And I hear, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what I'm hearing is that you believe that for everybody. Yeah. Everybody has that internal motivation, and but also that we need to have that ability to cheer on other people. 
right? And help them to accomplish those dreams themselves too. Yep, yep. Hmm. That's awesome. All right, well, I think I only had one more question and it was um, just along this idea of, like you said, diversity can be many different things and we want people to feel like they belong or that we feel like we're supporting them. So um, any ideas for how we can get to know new people or how we should kind of approach or talk with people? Hmm. Well, I actually did something very interesting a couple of years ago. It was a international festival at the Islamic Center in, what is it, Tiffin? It's a, uh, they had a bunch of different uh, Middle Eastern countries, and so they got to share their culture, their different foods. Yeah. And so maybe if we did, a, and I remember a couple of months ago, they also had a uh, Japanese festival also at the university. And so maybe if we do more festivals catering to certain cultures or events catering to certain cultures, it might teach people more about uh, the cultures, languages, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. If you, if you do more events like that, it'll really show people like, hey, this is how we do things. Yeah, I think um, with all the pandemic, it's been a little less pop less able to do that but i do agree that i think um that ex that excitement around learning new things and being able to talk with new people or try new foods um you know we used to do like an international night here where we would have lots of people from different countries that were our students that could talk um but making sure that people in the community know they can come to that stuff too is really important um and hopefully when some of the sickness part goes away, we can continue to do more of that stuff. So I like that being open to try those new things. And maybe doing That's fundraisers, good. like fundraisers and stuff to tell people more about stuff. Like do special fundraisers. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah, being able to find those events and fundraisers that can connect people and I know for my office for volunteering, we do a lot of like sending students to a 5K that's going to raise money for something. But I also want them to be talking and getting to know people as they're doing maybe that hands-on service. So yeah, I think anytime we do those events, we find a different way to come together. Um, very different than our normal day job or anything like that. So. Definitely. Um, yeah, those were actually all of my questions for, for my part of the podcast, but I didn't know if you guys have anything else you would love to add or you want to ask me. Okay. So, uh, I actually have a question for you. What does your, so what does the diversity department actually do? <laughs> I, I know it sounds like a silly question to ask, but I just figured I... No. It's a really good question. So, and I'm so happy you asked. So we have the Buford Center for Diversity and Service, which is a super long title, but basically it has three offices within one little office house here at the university. And the first office that I'll talk about is mine because it's the one that I know the most. It's service and community engagement. So that's the volunteer side of things and being able to connect by sending our students to like 
the food bank or maybe city mission or different volunteer projects. And then we have um, our international education study abroad, where we're trying to get people to know um, other people through meeting students from other countries or if our students can travel and study in other countries. And then our third office is called Intercultural Student Services. And they're the ones that do a lot of this social justice, cultural understanding work on our campus to kind of spearhead that. Um, so all three offices work together to kind of promote these ideas of respect, collaboration, getting to know each other by doing things together like service. Um, so it's three offices all in one office house. And it's a great question, what do we do? Because some days, every day is different. Some days are really hands-on, like go out and do a service project or go talk about Martin Luther King Jr. and have an event to celebrate his life or go to a museum and learn about a whole nother culture. Um, and some days are more like planning, like let's plan a trip to go and explore a new country or go to a different state for a week and learn about something like immigrants or refugees. So many different things. We're not exactly the faculty or the teachers, but we definitely um, learn through our experiences for sure. I like what you said about learning about others. I think all of us try to keep on learning even when we're the workers here. So do you have like a some certain hobbies you like to do on your free time? Oh my goodness, for me personally, I like to play piano a little bit. Um, I get to play and sing at my church. It's pretty cool. Which is super fun. Um, and my husband also plays and sings at the church, so it's fun we can do that together as a family. That's awesome. And yeah, so I like music a lot. Um, I like watching sports and listening to the radio, so now that I know you guys, I'm gonna <laughs> keep my ear out for you guys um, because I think that's super fun and I can't wait to see what happens and how I can hear. Maybe someday when you're super famous, I'll say, one day I had a conversation with you guys. So. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll write our own book. Whoa, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. I would love to read it and learn more Definitely. for sure. Awesome. Any more uh, questions? I'm, I think I've I had, think I've, we've yeah, covered it all. I think we have. All right. All right. Awesome. Well, I don't know. Can we? Can you wrap it up like you normally do? Since I love your wrap up so much. Of course. And remember, inclusion is key. Bye. Bye. Remember to follow Blanchard Valley Center on Facebook and Instagram. And most recently, Hello Hancock is now on Instagram. So give them a follow to, ne to never miss out on the action. And again, remember to check out Brew with the Crew podcast on Spotify. Ooh.